Is this good for me? Do I need to be closer? The TKOs. Because it was him. Yeah, that's good. I can a little farther away. Good. Just push away a little forward. Keep talking. Yeah. Is he, is, is he as loud as me? Push away. Yep. Like, this is I'm me. He's always loud. He's Steve? You're one yeah, of the Steve's loudest. Loud boy. No, I get it. Why? I don't I, know. I, I get too close to it? No, no maybe. It's just you have a, like, a nasally kind of loud, whiny <laughs> kind of voice going on. <laughs> Most of those are not compliments. Just because I... It sounds like an air horn a little bit. Yeah. You have like a Vavuzula thing going on? When a piece of metal... There's an accident, and there's like a pole sticking out of something, and a car drags along. Like, yeah. like that. Yeah. That's your voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dave. You know when like, you're driving on suburban roads, and a rabbit runs out into the middle of the road, and you stomp on the brakes, and you skid on it, but you, you actually hit the rabbit and spread it over like about 300 yards? Your voice is the sound of the little girl on the side of the road who witnesses <laughs> the whole. Who was her first rabbit, and she it's was like, let's pet, go out for a walk. It's her and pet then, rabbit. Who walks a rabbit? But it wasn't well, a rabbit. It was her baby. Not that girl anymore. It was her baby brother. It wasn't even a rabbit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. like that last episode, that episode of Mash. Yeah, we Alan all of this. <laughs> We're Alan yeah. all like thinks that we did, it was it's a, a chicken, chicken the whole but time, it isn't. It's a baby. It isn't. It's a baby. <laughs> that was the last episode of Mash. Yeah. No, it, it's in the last season, I think. It wasn't the last one. I thought it was when he's going. It is. Hello and goodbye. Yeah, it's when Hawkeye's going. Hello, farewell and goodbye. Tells her to quiet that chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to scream and the snipers are going to get him. Yeah. And she does quiet the chicken. Except it's a baby. Oh. And she kills it. Yeah. Such it's a funny sad. show. It was hysterical. It was. It was a really funny show. I think they jumped the shark on that episode. <laughs> At that moment. <laughs> right in the last right season. Right there. Uh, right before the, I just right before the, get back into it. Yeah. Anyway. The closing credits. Yep, jumped the shark. Jumped the shark. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me tonight in the storyteller chair is... Daryl Charles. Daryl, thanks for being here. Also, we have... Dave Jadico. Hello, Dave. Hey, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Jesse. Hey, And Kevin Reagan. Kevin, good to see you. Take it away, Daryl. This happened to me uh, last week. I was in Philly for the weekend because I had shows to do because that's my life now. And I went to uh, Helium to watch The Comedian, and I wish I remembered her name. The Stand-Up Club. Yeah, the stand-up club. Um, so I went to uh, watch them stand-up. It was a Friday night late show, which is usually the crazy show, but the audience was pretty good. Everybody's having a good time. You were not performing that I night. I was not performing. Okay. You just sit in the back and, and watch. And so the comedian has to kick out two people in the front row because they won't shut up. How much do you have to be misbehaving to get kicked out of a comedy well, show? Well, the other part is that they were in the front row. So, like, your disruption is a huge disruption to the performer who is right there. Right, right. So he can't even really ignore you. No, and that's yeah. what she was saying. She was like, it's like there are two voices in my head right now. Gotcha. I really can only concentrate on the one. You have to shut up. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, thanks for the attention. And I remember when when they said, like, thanks for the attention. I was like, they're about to get kicked they're out. Saying, they're like, they haven't yeah. gotten attention yet. Well, yeah. yeah. Right in the middle of the, the set. Though. Yeah, in the she, middle of her set, and then she was like, out. "She was like, look, you have to leave." And then the bouncers came and kicked them out, and that normally happens. As a comic watching, what you're looking for is how did he get back? How did he get the crowd back? Because that's always a weird situation. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she did it. She did it. She had a great joke to bring him back. Everybody's laughing. <laughs> so everybody's laughing. Everybody's having a good time. And then she finally gets the crowd back. They all have a good laugh together about the situation. She goes back to it. She's in the middle of her set. And then out of the corner of the room, you just hear, what the fuck? And you see, I turn, and one of the bouncers has this old white guy in a headlock and drags him out the long way. So One of the guys from the front row? Or? No, no, this is in the back. So a different so person. This is a different different person. disruptor. Per, yeah, different disruptor. Oh my God. Back of the room, in the corner. So the way Helium is set up, it's... Um, big wide room. Big wide room. Right. We are sitting in the back, but by the door that you normally come in. The people who got kicked out are at the other end. Far there's side. A, they're yeah. far side, but there's a fire exit okay. that's right there, oh, okay. which is where performers will usually leave out of there or whatever. 
And I assume in the case of anything terrible, you would go out that way. I think they call that a fire. Right. right yes. Okay. Um, it's 2017. Could Plenty be more things in fire. So they're dragging sure. this guy the long way across the front of the stage. Yeah. Not the front of the stage. Along the whole long side of the theater. Right. Drags this dude out by, from the back of the theater in a headlock, which is hilarious because the dude was trying to fight his way out. But after a while, he gave up and just kind of like <laughs> with his head turned, just had to like skitter out of the room. Oh, it was great. And while he's doing this, his friend is like, I will sue this whole place, like makes a big show of it. So that happens. The show happens. The lady... She's got to get back on track again. Even at that point, she, she was, was the like, same joke? No. Yeah, that <laughs> would have been great. But no, actually, she was like, um, at this point, there's no reason for me to go into material. How are you guys doing? Like, she just started talking <laughs> yeah. to people. Right, yeah. And they loved it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. that's the sort of thing was like... Everybody look. gets anxious when somebody's right. in trouble yeah. like, like that. that happens. So you got to talk about it. You talk about it. Right. You talk about it. You address it. You make a couple quick jokes. And then she told a story that she had never told before. That was the thing. She was like, I'm just going to tell a story I've never told before. I kind of want to make it into something. But it was at the track drop. So the show was almost over. It turned into an open mic. Right. Essentially for her, she was like, let me just finish up with something. I know that there's a joke here so I can yeah. make you guys laugh as you guys are finished paying your bills. She And she was the headliner? So she, she was, was the okay. headliner. It was the last show of the night. Oh, it was right wow. before her final. Yeah. So the way that it works usually when it comes to the check drop is... You end up doing throwaway material because people are angry at the price of. They're not the really liquor. paying attention, right? Yeah. So you, you're kind of doing throwaway jokes, and then holy once, crap, I never thought of that. Yeah, you don't want to go into anything too heavy, wow. Because right, they got you want to hold their attention right. for the final you five minutes. You don't want to just be right. quiet. Yeah. A lot of comics will do like crowd work and stuff like that. There are even some comics who refuse to do the check drop. So what they'll do is, as a headliner, they'll finish, get their applause, and then make another comic come out. While they do the check drop, oh, wow. really? Yeah, that happens. Is it the host typically, or the host, co- or a friend, or something? Yeah, usually, wow. yes. A lot of times they make the host come. They out don't do the it. check drop. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. like they don't want that. Well, it's ego hard. Blow. I guess yeah, nobody's it's, paying it's attention a, to you. No one's paying attention. Then yeah, people are doing math. They're they're, they're, and they're conversations. You're splitting a bill. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And in the middle of you're trying to tell this long story. Right. Yeah. I'll say this, man, about helium. They are. Excellent. The servers are oh, like the check drop. Yeah, the checks yeah, yeah. are quick. They, they are doing. Yeah. Yeah. just everything about it. They get you the check. They can communicate with you. You pay, like with very few words and really quick and really yeah. Absolutely, it is well done. Yeah, absolutely, well, they, they know it's a comedy club. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's not music, but they have it down to a science. Yeah. And so that happens. Kick them out. Talking to the staff afterward. Apparently, the reason that they had to get this physical, and this is the most physical I've ever seen anybody be at Helium. But the reason why was when they went over to tell them to be quiet because they were being loud. And it was four older white people. You know, that doesn't matter. All men? It will matter for the story. Two women, two men. So a couple. Two couples. Two couples. Okay. I assume. I mean, yeah. you know, two it's, gay it's couples. an assumption. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the, <laughs> one, honestly. One my... threesome and a solo guy. No, well, no. <laughs> I believe you mean from. One threesome and a guy that likes <laughs> the watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my original, my original assumption was that this was a gay couple. Because of the way that the one guy was erupting. Oh, he was defending the other guy. Defending the other guy, the other yeah. guy I see. so much that, that I thought you, that they like, could they, only be in a relationship. Because yeah. I mean, right. as a, I don't want to do like one of these as a dude things, but like if your friends being a jerk, and imagine the level of jerk you have to be to be forcefully removed from a comedy, comedy. Show. right? No, that's why for the second person to be removed because once right. the first yeah. person gets taken yeah. out, you're like, oh, better, especially in the front row, better be buttoned up. I saw I, you there when John Oliver performed. It wasn't there. me. Yeah. I hosted for him. You did? Okay. You're, you're pointing at somebody show, and nobody can see it. Right. So I'm taking all the credit. I meant Daryl because he was last talking. <laughs> Jesse is a beast you in the You see my clubs. show, but that's fine. That's when, fine. Did you do stand up there? Of course. 
Yeah. No, I didn't do yeah, that. Jesse had a really light crowd that night. Was, <laughs> I did. I I, actually, I was there. Her. I got thrown out. I got tagged in a headlock and dragged <laughs> she out. She started her own fight. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did. But when With John myself. Oliver was performing, there were two different instances, but I only knew about one because it was on my side of the room. Yeah. But I had friends who were on the other side of the room that knew about another one. They will quickly, if you if you cannot be quiet, they'll give you a warning, and then they'll be like, look, you have to come with me. Yeah. And, and they, But they handle it quickly. I mean, they will handle it quietly and quickly. They, they don't want to interrupt the show. Yeah. So... Talking to the staff, turns out that the reason why I had to get physical was because the person threatened another person. So, like, at some point, someone was like, hey, can you be quiet? And he was like, I will fuck you up right now. And Whoa. that was when the bouncer had to be like, you have to leave. Like, right. now, there's no way to discuss it or anything like that. You physically threaten someone. You have to go. So, that's what happened. And then it, it ended up being this whole argument. Because even as the headliner was trying to finish her show, I could hear the screaming still happening outside the showroom. So like, yeah. in the lobby. Yeah, in the yeah. lobby. Like, just a lot of screaming going on. So, so that happens. Uh, the show finishes. We're hanging out. It's funny. I, I wasn't drinking at all that night. So... I was Wait, is, this is a true story? This is a very true story, yeah. Yeah, I, I say it's funny that I wasn't drinking, because, yeah, it, it is funny. Because uh, funny, you mean I was crying. Yeah, unusual. peculiar. Enough, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, all the bartenders were like, are you all right? You all right? You sick? Something happened. What, do you want medicine? Yeah. You, even are then, you dying? If I was sick, I would just have a screwdriver. Like, the fact that... <laughs> <laughs> That's not drinking. <laughs> yeah. I have a screwdriver? You got a cold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the fact that it's like, I'll just have a club soda. Dar, are you okay? You all right, buddy? Um, so <laughs> Keely Link went out of business healthy. two days later. Yeah. Yeah. So after we're talking and you know, all this stuff, hours pass, we, we go to a diner. So we're at the Midtown 2 diner. And so Midtown 2 has a bar in it. Midtown 3. So it's like right there on like 18th. Street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So And there is a Center bar. Center City, in Philadelphia. Yeah, in Center City. So as we're talking. For all of our international listeners. Yeah. <laughs> everyone in Dubai, you really should come to Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia, right. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Midtown 3. Yeah. <laughs> the Midtown 3. Lovely. Apparently. Where Midtown all the waitresses call you hun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it was like 1.30 in the morning. So we're sitting in the diner. It's me, another comic he was hosting that night, uh, Sidney Gant, and my friend Carl. And we are hanging out in the diner, eating you know breakfast food, talking about how crazy it was. It had to get to a physical altercation at the club. And as we're doing that, we hear, you got to get out of here. And to hear that from the bar, I got so excited. I was like, I cannot I, believe my luck that this is double going down. to happen again. Like, I was yes. bouncing in my seat. Wait, yeah. wait, wait a second. You, you heard... You've got to get out of here from the bar in At the Midtown, Midtown three. 3. So we know he's, someone else is getting kicked someone out. Someone else is getting kicked out. Get he's out getting of a two for this night. This wow. is a, a, a threefer. Three this is a threefer. Oh, and the other part, and I have to put this in there, <laughs> uh, the couple... Or the two couples that were kicked out of helium smuggled in their own liquor. So that was another thing. What? Wait, hold <laughs> yeah, on. Sorry. Hold on. Wait, in a place where there's a, a, a strictly enforced two item minimum. <laughs> yes. They bring in their own. Hold- they brought in. They brought in bottles of wine. Hold on. Like, a second. In a bag under their table. You had said, and maybe it was just the description <laughs> when you said they, you said they were old. Were they yeah. old? They yes. They like, were older are we, than what's me. What's old? Uh, older mean, than you. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, they were they were. Probably in their late forties, fifties. Okay, like that. that's I. I was picturing, picturing eighty five. So well, maybe I mean, I they could have really, been sixty well, something. I don't know. They were. You're saying they could have been forty or sixty something. I don't know. Look, they got drugs. You would be a shitty bartender. Do they look my age? Like that old? As old as Steve? Little, no, a little older than Steve. Cause, so, cause one so of them, 60s or 70s, sure. <laughs> yeah. They looked as old as Kevin. Not quite Steve. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. dude. You, I'm Darryl. usually the youngest person in the room. You but probably are. Darryl, no, Daryl's younger than me. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, Daryl's no, like but, 17. But yeah. they have jobs, and they're out on a Friday night, yeah. and yeah. They, can, they don't have but to steal from the That age group will think. behave the worst. 
like the forty something, fifty somethings. Yeah, because they're out there they, having they fun. Yeah, oh, they do, God, man. Yeah. They're so entitled. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know, no yeah. kids at home anymore. Yeah, right. they get out, they go out, they drink. Yeah, that that age group, even more. I'm so that than age like, group. I would never feel that way ever, ever. Even even better, even worse than like the, well, the early twenty somethings that just started to no, drink. I, mean, I, I agree. Yeah. I get what Jesse's saying too. Because and going back to what Daryl yeah. originally said about if your friends, I'll tell you this: like the guy defending his friend. If I was at a show and one of my friends. Started talking, talking. I'm not talking heckling right, sure. or uh, yeah. talking. And they were like, "You got to leave." I'd be like, "Yeah, get the fuck out." Yeah, right. Like, yeah. get the fuck out. I yeah, over tip because show. I assume that that nobody else is tipping as much as I am. Right. Like sure. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I overcompensate yep. for. You are a nice person. You well, are a minority. You're, you're a performer. You're, you're yeah. a performer. That's also true. Yeah, you so, respect stagecraft yeah. for a reason. The other thing is that guess, that couple yeah. brought their own alcohol. So I can't. Yeah, that's probably sneaking it and just a little too aggressively drinking. Yeah, it got off the chain for them. Well, that was what the waiter told me later. Wow. The waiter was like, yeah, and they had bottles of liquor under the table. So, yeah, yeah they were garbage people. Holy crap. It was like, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, anyway. All right. So, good good information. Here we go. So, we hear another bartender be like, you got to get out of here, and I get souped. I am happy. <laughs> what do you got to do to get kicked out of the Midtown, you, you, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> this guy's naked at the bar because they don't have clothes. They're just like, you know. So, that is said. I'm like super excited. But me and my friends are in the middle of a conversation. We're talking. And the conversation goes to a point where I kind of forget that, not forget, but like, the person didn't immediately leave. So I'm like, oh, maybe they, it's all cool. Then we hear some like whimpering kind of crying, right? That, and, that, and I mean, okay. there, were, okay. there were about, there was us three at the table. There was, next to us was a table of four black women who were like, you know, dressed up like they, they went to a club. They had their fun under, at the diner, right? And then maybe like another group of eight black people walk in and they sit on the other side. So they had to actually turn the lights on in that second section. And that's when I started hearing whimpering. And then I start laughing again because I get excited because like, yeah, okay, I am going to see somebody get kicked out. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, my God. And then we see this white girl who probably in her 20s. She comes out from behind the bar. Is she a worker? <laughs> no, she, no, 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 no. To me, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, this is the girl that got cut off. Oh. She, she just looked drunk. But, but she, she came out from behind the bar? So here's the thing. So the way when you walk into the... You walk into the diner. You part. walk into the diner part, right? So right. there's the, the the regular bar, like the, the, the counter, the, the counter where you sit at, and then in the back there's like two rows of booths. Yeah, so there's two rows of booths, but behind that counter, on the other side of the bathroom, there's and a then wall. There's an actual right, there's a bar. wall, and then okay. there's an actual yeah. bar. Okay. Where and there's you can actual bars, like in right. in the back. So she comes from out of the bar, and she waves at us, everybody. She's like, "Hi, everybody," and we're like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment, hey, right? We're like, no, we're just like, hey, how you doing? You know, just being cordial, like, all right, lady, yeah. like interrupting everyone else's conversation because everybody's having a conversation. And then she's like, you're all a bunch of niggers, nigger, 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 nigger. Like she just starts fucking wow. yelling at all whoa, of us. I whoa. swear to God. And here's the part that is the greatest. Like every, she says that. And and she's saying it to everybody, and like everybody just stops and looks at her, like in the middle of eating, just looks at her, and then we all just together bust out laughing, like, <laughs> the whole place, just like. <laughs> so, what do you think this vitriol came from? It, okay, so we find out later, but see, November eighth, so right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn so it, she, a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> DTF, the Daryl and Timory Fun Hour, is the greatest sex ed comedy game show in the known universe. Come and join me, Daryl Charles, and Dr. Timory as we take a monthly look at everything in the world of sex and relationships. Play some games with us, win some prizes, have some fun. It's DTF, the Daryl and Timory Fun Hour at Frankie Bradley's on 13th and Chancellor. 
It's the show where a real-life comedian, Daryl Charles, and a real-life doctor of human sexuality, Dr. Timory, unpack the past month of sex ed, jokes, history, facts, and news. The second Friday of every month at Frankie Bradley's at 1320 Chancellor Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. DTF, the Daryl and Timory Fun Hour. So much fun. So much hour. Join us and be DTF. That's so corny. <laughs> Hey, everybody. It's Ian O'Shea. You may have just heard me on the Punch-Up podcast. I'm here to tell you about another show that a lot of people that you've listened to tonight also do on the last Friday of every month at the playground on 20th and Sansom here in Philadelphia. It is The Blue Show, and it is blue as eep. It is raunchy. It is dirty. Actually, the audience suggestions are disgusting. And quite frankly, it's your fault. You come and watch... And you suggest the most disgusting things I have ever heard. It's a sick and twisted evening of pleasure all the way around. 10 o'clock, BYOB. We love to do it. It's a great, fun, adult, raunchy, disgusting debacle. Bring your friends. Bring your enemies. Bring your filthy, disgusting mind. It's a giant circle jerk. With comedy. Not boners. So she goes into this vitriol. She is not stopping. She is individually calling us niggers. Like every, like individual. <laughs> Who did I miss? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show of hands. Did, did, I, did I get you? Yeah. All right. I got you. What about you? Did yeah. I get you? Pretty much. And she's going. And so like, <laughs> so then the, the, the staff is like, hey, you got to get out of here. Like, they're like, lady, you, you need to leave right now. So they're like not pushing her, but they're, you know, getting in front of her. Like, look, you can't. She's like with that. no one. She's alone for right now. Okay. Yeah, right. she is. So as that's happening, <laughs> a jet, like a, like the, the guy who works the kitchen, like he's wearing like a little like, you know, apron and, and hat or whatever. So he's like the chef. He comes out with a mop in the in the, in the bucket thing. <laughs> love it. And he comes mm. out the corner. He's like, is she out here calling everybody niggas? <laughs> 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 I tell you. <laughs> Is there like a camera it, somewhere like filming all this? Like it happens regularly. I so wish. <laughs> Another one? Is she back? She was like, is she back? And then, <laughs> so we're all laughing. The waitress, this is an older white lady, she's like, man, she even said it with a hard R. Like, everybody. <laughs> she she didn't drop that R yeah, at the end. She's like, she even said it with a hard R. And then she tries to tell us about this. So she says, yeah, because I have a grandson who's a mulatto. And we're like, come on, lady. Whoa. You're not helping. You're you not don't helping say that all. anymore. You can't. And How like, old is this woman, though? She's easily 60 years old. But she's working there, right? She's but, just, so that means well, because of the... Daryl's numbers between 60 and 90, she yeah. might be right. 90 yeah. years old. She's right. older than Steve, but not older than Kevin. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so we're like, okay, lady, whatever. <laughs> and then, um, so then another guy comes out. A couple guys come out. So a black guy comes out. He's got a phone. And he's recording this lady. Of as course. It's of course. Yeah. It's got to be one. And this black dude comes out. He has a uh, camera. And then um, a white guy with a jacket on comes out from the back. And he's helping them push this girl out. of. Is he the date? No, this guy ends up being the bartender. Oh, so he's in like, a jacket. Yeah, he has a jacket on. He's like, look, you at the go. midtown. It's classy. Yeah. Day. No, 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 no. My jacket. I mean, like an outside jacket. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, not, yeah. not like a. It was a Land's End jacket. The guy might get cold out there. Yeah, it's yeah, chilly. Yeah. He knows he's gonna get fired. He's like, I gotta grab my stuff. Uh, <laughs> and then the guy who turns out to be her boyfriend, from what we understand, comes out, but he has a bag of food, so he's pushing her out. And they get to the door. So the way that they they have that, that windscreen kind of thing, right? So there's like the a... The vestibule. Vestibule. There you go. It's like a little like four by four space. Right. Where the payphone used to be. Ah. Right. Yeah. Okay. To cut down sure. the wind. He I doesn't assume. know what that is. He's too young. 
I know. Oh, I'm sorry, are. payphone. It's a cell phone on a wall that operates with quarters. It's what Superman used. Exactly. See? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I was there. So they get to the vestibule. She is still yelling epithets at people as they are saying... Same one? Not switching it up? Not switching oh, yeah. it up. I wish... Yeah, she has no thesaurus to say. <laughs> so <laughs> she's yelling. Everybody's telling her to shut up. The dude turns around and like choke slams her out of the room. Like, wait, wait, which dude? Yeah. Her boyfriend? Her boyfriend. Okay. Like he's trying oh. to pay the bill because the yeah. cash register's right there. Oh, yeah. So he's like, get out! And he just grabs her by her neck and throws her through the door. Jeez. The door swings open. Right? She goes out through the door, but not out the that's actual what diner. That's people used to do before swiping right. Yes. So that's it's, it's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens. I'm he not laughing her, at that. He yeah. throws her into the Let vestibule. Let the record show. Throws her into w the in laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing at it all. I, I, you know, yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> laughing at that, not at that. So he throws her into the vestibule. She opens the vestibule back up, comes in, continues on her tirade. What wow. she has done? Undeterred. You can't call that a tirade. It's one word over yeah. and over again. Yeah. 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 Tirade. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's Tourette's. Her, 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 not even Tourette's. Her alliterative Tourette's. run. Is, is, that, is that better? Is what? Her alliterative run. Well, is that better? Yeah, alliterative yeah. means just the same sounding first. It was well, it is the same one. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Every know, single time. But not the whole word. It doesn't count when you say the same it's word. It's just repetitive. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I. It, it, repetitive racism, let's just call it that. Yeah. Now that is alliterative. Yeah. So she starts with the repetitive racism again. And then the guy goes to choke slam her out of the room again. This time, she doesn't. Hit the door right. Like, the door doesn't... I don't see her go through the door. I'm picturing a wrestling match where, like, someone does their finishing move, and then the dude kicks up, and you're like, oh! (laughs) And then they do it again, like, you're not getting up from this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when Jake the Snake hits you with two DDTs, you're (laughs) done. done. I mean, he's he's not going to be right tomorrow. (laughs) Stay down. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. I missed all those references. I don't know what any of that means. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to the racism. (laughs) Well, Jake the Snake isn't that far from it, let's be honest. Pretty much. So, anyway, um, so... (laughs) So she hits the door wrong. Awkwardly. Awkwardly. Yeah, she hits the door awkwardly. And I watch the guy's face, like, go down. Like, he watches her crumple. And I'm like, man, that's crazy. But again, she just finished calling me all kinds of everything. So I'm like, this is great. They finally leave. With his bag of food. With his bag of food. wonder what they got. Yeah. Was it takeout or leftovers? Takeout, I assume. How big was the bag? It was a good size bag. Like it was like for two. Like yeah, yeah. Right. Hummus. Two, I, I got pasta there. We thinking like hummus. Spaghetti. I'm thinking fried chicken. And, uh, I'm thinking like spaghetti. <laughs> fried and chicken and waffles. <laughs> spaghetti and meatballs and a side salad. I'm going hummus. Pitas. They don't have hummus no. there. I don't think. No. You seriously? Don't drunk hummus? people. They got. So. They got. They got. Oh, like, it is a Greek omelets. They got bacon. They got. They got. Oh, well, they got, got everything. Yeah, yeah, they probably got burgers. If you consider it, if you're drunk, you yeah. want like heavy bread food. Yeah. Yeah. Burgers. Maybe it's a couple yeah. of burgers and fries. Maybe a couple of burgers and fries, because that would explain the okay, size sorry, of the styrofoam. Okay, sorry. Sidetrack us. Probably. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a good, what do racists what eat? What do racists eat? In yeah. the middle of the night on, in, on Fridays. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought they ate what everybody ate, but apparently, no, they drink a lot of milk. Um, so we then, you know, go to pay our bill. As we're paying our bill, I guess, I mean, maybe it was some guilt, but the enti- essentially the whole staff came up to us being like, this is crazy. We are so Sorry. That this happened. This yeah. girl was in here earlier. Um, she said she'd been drinking since three when she came in earlier. Uh, she was drinking. She left. But then she came back and said that she forgot her jacket here. We looked around and we couldn't find her jacket. So then she started harassing everyone who was sitting down for her jacket because she thought that someone had stolen her jacket. Sure. And that was at the point where we had to say you had to leave. So turns out when she came back, the diner's full of black people. Hence... 
all of her racist vitriol, if you want to call that an excuse. Because you guys all collectively stole her jacket. Yes, exactly. Somebody <laughs> stole her jacket, and she was going to figure it out by right. antagonizing the entire building. <laughs> and whoever stood up first, <laughs> you right, stole it. Was it. You. This was my plan the whole time. You yes, said the, you said it worked. The, the staff apologized. Yeah, staff apologized and explained the story, and right. you know, we're trying to be kind of. You know, I guess it, it was everybody was kind of full of vigor at that. They point. like comp everybody's meals. Not at all. Take anything off the bill. No the, onion rings. No, but no. They, I mean, but I did. But they were apologetic sorry. for their. They were patron, apologetic for the is, patron who they yeah. kicked which out. Which is all they could do. Yeah. They could. Which is all they could do. Like even after the lady and the guy had left, the black guy who had his phone out came back to admonish us all. Like y'all know y'all should have said something, right? Y'all just gonna let her do that, and then everybody busted out laughing. Like everyone, <laughs> yeah, everyone in the room was just jovial about it. Like so, there was no real transgression. And how stupid she was. Yeah, right. and, and how stupid she was. I and love that reaction. I'm sure everybody. In the diner heard, you have to get out of here, and they heard the crying. <laughs> I think we all understood that here was a shit show coming out of that bar. I and forgot then about it, the crying. Like, right. Why, why Everybody crying? knew that this was going to be some bullshit that happened. So when it happened, we're just like, yeah, all right, check that off. Like, this yeah. is exactly what yeah. it's supposed yeah. to be. And when she got home, you know, she was like, oh, there's my jacket. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, I, I know. So we go outside. As we're walking, she is sitting on one of the potted plants. Oh, no. She's sitting on a potted plant. She's sitting on a potted plant. Wait, how do you sit on a potted plant? Well, you know. The, you mean on the edge of a plant? Leaning. On the edge of a plant. It's, okay. like, yeah. it's like an Alice in Wonderland situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's smoking a hookah. Is her boyfriend with her? No. She's by herself sitting oh, on this yeah. planter. Oh, cold. Crying. No jacket. Yeah, cold. No jacket. Crying. Because it, it was Whimpering. like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So we walk by, and I walk by still laughing, and I look at her, and she's bleeding out of both nostrils, right? Whoa. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the door. Oh, she think, hit her face. I think it was the door. That's what they it always say. Seems like, yeah, you know, she did. Terrible. Right? Not, right, yeah. not yeah. a time to make those jokes. Um, <laughs> no, really, no, no, I think it is. Steve. Uh, yeah, well, you know, she keeps falling on doorknobs. Anyway, so she's crying. And when we walk by, there's a part of me that's like, oh, no, she looks like she is in some kind of need. And then she says, and I kid you not, she's like, but they all look alike. And I was like, Aww, all right, fuck this lady. Like, <laughs> let's keep on walking. So, oh, my God. Does she mean the jackets? <laughs> or the potted plant? Or the potted plant. Yeah. So she says that, and I would just walk on. It's me and, and my friend Carl. We're walking on. And Sydney stops to talk to her. I later find out. He was like, look, I just want to let you know that uh, what happened to you at that door is not okay. And then she wow. was like, I just want to spit on everyone. And he was like, all right, well, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I tried. Like, I did what I could. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I got yeah, it. Olive branch. Yeah, you know, I hit her with but it. But then, so as she's sitting there crying, she's like, why does everybody want to hurt me? She's, she yells that outside. Another black guy is walking down the street opposite direction from us. And this guy, like, oh, he has not no any idea. Part, not any of part of this. He has no idea what's about to happen. What's happening? No, he actually goes up to her and says, are you all right? And he, like, picks her up. And then they walk down the street together. True story. They are now married and happy. <laughs> and they have a mulatto kid. And oh, no, no. Hey, this is Steve Roney with the Punch-Up Podcast. Thanks for listening. Every Monday's a new episode, so be sure to come back. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Every week, somebody tells a story, while some of the funniest writers and comedians from the Philadelphia comedy scene help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, and Jesse Preisendorfer, and guests like Dave Jadico, Mary Carpenter, and Daryl Charles. You can rate us and review us on iTunes, 
You can like us on Facebook at The Punch-Up Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at Punch Podcast. The Punch-Up Podcast. Now ring that bell.